The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. So I'm asking him. That's kind of what I thought. I but thought if you, you have, were, but I if you were putting weekends on the list because of their consistency, because of their, uh, their weekends are what I was thinking about. Because with a dip, they've got strength. Kramer, hey buddy, hey, it's eight o'clock in the morning. What the hell is going on? Breakfast. I got to be in at Brant Leland by nine. Why? Because I'm working there, that's why. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. No, 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 no. Maybe there's another cracker you're thinking of and you just got the name wrong. Wheat thins are sturdy. Oh, you would never do that. Hold on, wheat thins are sturdy. They're called fins. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wheat thicks. So, uh, what do you do down there all day? TCB. No, taking care of business. <laughs> yep, I gotta go. All right, so I'll see you tonight, huh? Forget my briefcase. <laughs> well, what do you got in there? Crackers. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride it. She's trying to hide it. I'm cool as ever. She's too excited. Her man look like he want to fight. He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth. Talk about it. We all about it. They make the plans. We sit and count. Our chairs stack just like a mountain. I'm not sure the big guy has ever been more shaken. Not shaken like a... Ooh, shaken. Then he was last night. Felt like a big fish. Big fish. Little pond? I don't know. Big hook. <laughs> <laughs> big hook. Yep. Hook, line, and sinker. Jeez, I'm crow. So let everybody know you reached out to us last night in a bit of a panic. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> well, someone came home flipping out. Jeez, I'm crow. There's a drone been following me since I left work. I'm like, all right. Wait, now, what? A drone in the sky? In a the drone. sky. Drone in the sky. Now, keep in mind. Wheel in the sky. Keep in mind, Sunday night, I also got a phone call because I was driving back from Florida, and I was about an hour, probably hour 13, a little tired, right? Straight. Philip for oh, hour 13 hour of driving. hour 19 or whatever the Correct. ride is. Yeah. yeah. So you're a little tired. Got it. There's someone knocking at the door. Answer it. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, it's very violently. The obvious. I'm here, hiding. I'm like, okay. Don't you guys have security cameras you can look at on her phone? It's too much work. Okay. So, freaking out, and I'm like, just go at Amazon something. No, it was a different kind of knock. Well, I'm like, well, then, because I wasn't getting home. Well, then sleep with all the lights on in the house. Great. Someone dropped off Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what flavors? So, that Damn, set the stage for last night. Sure, sure. So, freaking out, coming in the house, there's a drone looking in our windows. I'm like, okay. So my sight's not the greatest. I go out there and I'm like, <laughs> sure is sugar. There it is. It's a drone. But the spread on that thing's got to be like 12 feet. 
panicking, binoculars wait, out. Wait, is this the remix? I sent you the listen recording. To, listen to the song <laughs> I we got going here. It's like, a, it's like a inst, 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 inst. It's the extended version of the X-Files theme song. How, how long has the X-Files theme song ever been? More than a minute long. Yeah, that's a very good point. So now it starts to get into now the you're bass flying, drop. Uh, you're flying through the credits at the end of the episode. <laughs> the one, the names you're not really reading. They're just going through them as quickly as possible. So the drone, you're telling me it's a big drone. It looks like it's a big drone. Yeah. I mean, okay, this I'm, is where start, you I'm sent starting to us see it. The picture Correct. saying yes. something in the sky, followed my wife home from work. Go get your shotgun and shoot it down. <laughs> Not sure that's legal. <laughs> well, looking in our house can't be what legal. Kind of, what kind of shotgun are you talking about? 20 gauge, 12 gauge? 10. Oh, tank. That's a really good point that you're making, though. It, it, you cannot just willy nilly fly drones, right? Oh, like, I know. I, no, I'm she, saying she made me call my buddy and give me the law on drones looking in your house. And what is it? I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> and you obviously didn't listen so, either. So my buddy lives across the valley, across the valley, and I'm like, "Can you see this thing?" He's like, "I see it. Yeah, it's weird. Which it's is not good, moving." Now you're not imagining it. Not, now I'm not, not imagining. Like, yeah. He sees it. But then he sends me a picture, and don't drones, like, aren't they like headlights where if you're flying them, they can only see the headlights in one direction? So he sends me a picture, and I'm like, why are the headlights staring at his house, too? I'm like, something's fishy. Get in your truck and see what I'm like. Okay, get in my truck, drive down. And I'm like, drive down where? Down the road to see, come on the backside of the drone. Okay. So I drive down and I'm like. You're going to sneak up on the drone. Yeah. (laughs) So I drive down there, check it out, and I'm like, it's in the middle of the cornfield. I mean, granted, it's probably, I don't know, as the crow flies, half a mile away. I'm like, Angie, if it is a drone, there's no camera in the world unless it's owned by the government that can look in the back of our house. This is a fascinating conversation you guys are having last night at your house. Meanwhile, we're talking about whether or not our steak is medium rare or medium well or how you you want your broccoli done. You guys are talking about government cameras. Wigging out. And did you text me? It's Venus and... Jupiter. Yeah, I did. And I laughed at it. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) I, I just assumed you didn't see it. No, I saw it. It looked like you could touch it, though. It was weird. I mean, it was really weird. So to be clear, to be clear, the giant drone that you thought and your wife thought followed her home from work. Was Jupiter and Were two planets that happened to be passing each other in the night sky. At what point did you come to the realization that, A, you couldn't shoot Jupiter, and B... That it was Jupiter. When and I wasn't the only one, and someone texted me, Channel Twelve said it's these two. So then it morphed into a you know kind of a fight. I'm like, take the blame. Nope, take the blame. You insane person. <laughs> you had me thinking these two planets that are 900 million miles away were in the middle of the cornfield. Take, I said, I'll take 30 percent. You take 70. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm done. I am out. I'm out. She wouldn't take Jupiter, by the way, only 530 million miles away. From from Girl Scout cookies to the drone, I, I'm tapped out. What kind of Girl Scout cookies? cookies Again, yeah, that's, that's the important part well, here. Well, I can't. I gave up sweets for Lent, so now they're going to be gone. Oh, so Why not... would you do that? Because I love God. <laughs> He's Team Jesus, remember? Yes. So... Does me no good. What's your favorite kind? My wife bought, like, my wife came home with, like, 
literally a large box. I'm like, how many did you buy? She had to have spent like well over a hundred dollars. You on know, Costco this cookies. is going to sound obscure and weird. And so I'm I can probably, save some for you. I'm probably the only one that likes these. The lemon cookies are outstanding. Okay, are we the don't, only one that likes them? They're very good. We do not, not have any of the lemon cookies. Can't save any Nobody of those. Nobody likes Because I don't have them. I mean, they're fine. Do you like them, like them, or do you like them because you think that they are the least calorie cookie? Uh, no, I like them. a great them ca- question. Oh, Thank you. I great lo- question. No. I like them because of the powder on them. Hmm. There's like a light dusting of powder. Powdered sugar? I don't know. You and the bear. Just love the light powder. <laughs> yes, cocaine bear. <laughs> I can't believe you guys don't like the lemons. I like the lemons. Well, again, they're fine, but the problem is Girl Scout cookies come around once a year. I'm not spending my money yeah, on the lemons when your time there are other money. things like the peanut butter patty that exists. Ah, that's Samoa. solid. That's solid. It's a coconut one. Uh, the mint ones, but they got to be frozen. Oh, they've got a. They got to be frozen. They've got a new one. I think it started last year, maybe that my wife got. It's like got some caramel chocolate brownie thing. Really good. I cannot believe that you thought two planets passing each other in the night sky was a drone. I, I felt more surveilling, like serve surveillancing. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, surveillancing your home. You must have felt like a real idiot. I felt more dope. Who are you, Henry Hill? Uh, <laughs> Cross my mind. I felt more duped with this fiasco than I did believing that Rogers was going to leave two or three years ago. I'm like, that's how bad it was. I'm like, how do you get to that point where you believe that two planets are a flipping drone? You Trying to spy on you and your wife. Yes. You, I think she Do you guys think you're that interesting? No. There's a level of ego here, right? Like, yeah. Well, there's a level of, our che- lives are so cool. Chewy knows he's not interesting because Angie, his wife, had a PI follow him around because, you know, she had him on retainer, had a little extra money to spend at the end of the month. And what was the report, Chew? Most boring person alive. <laughs> Does the exact same thing every day. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I fell for it. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Jeez, I'm crying. I'm a little surprised then that you're allowing yourself to believe that Rogers won't be back this year after being duped so badly the last few years. It is a new show, and after what happened last night, he's coming back. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I you're I, shook, just shook. I can't believe. I can. You can. Well, I can't believe that Angie got duped. I can believe you got duped. How about her saying she works seven miles from the house and it followed her <laughs> from her office? What? Well, I mean, is, stick this, around. is this, is this good fellas at the end? Yeah, that's what, that's what I said. That helicopter's been following me. <laughs> that's what I said. You, okay, just want to point out the trend here. Last night, Gabe in the text chain did mention that it was Jupiter and Venus and you ignored that. You blew right past it. 30 seconds ago, maybe even 45, he mentioned Henry Hill. And you blew right past that. <laughs> yeah. But I thought all the planet stuff happened last week because we are watching it. But they were the other way. They were the inverted drone. What do you mean by planet stuff? <laughs> what do you mean by inverted drone? What do you mean by any of this? No, like Venus and Mercury are like really close and they were right underneath the moon. I got a picture. I'm done. I'm out. Did you by any chance think it was aliens? I did. And I was kind of excited. Okay, so you believe in aliens? Of course. Sure, yeah. Random, just curiosity. It's fine. You don't? No, I, I absolutely you believe in aliens. You think the universe, we are the only ones out there. Absolutely not. Right. But also, there's proof of dinosaurs. Yeah. No, there's not. There is so much proof. There's more proof of dinosaurs than there are aliens. 
That's but a lie. How is it's that starting a lie? to come out now. We just don't know. Right? There's proof of aliens. Yeah, there's proof. There is? Yeah. Just like there's also proof of Gabe. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I mean, there Thank is more you. proof of dinosaurs than there's proof what of aliens. What proof of aliens is there other than, hello, boys, <laughs> I'm back. All the UFO stuff over the last year that's kind of come out where they like the government's released the videos and they can't explain what they're looking at or seeing and yeah. things just kind of, yeah. So there's things out there we can't explain. Rogers or, has been on the uh, UFO kick for years. Years he's talking about. He went about. on a comedian's podcast to talk about that a few years back. Are you UFOs? I, well, yes, I believe in aliens for sure. Um, but that makes me a little uncomfortable because why haven't they... You know, communicated with us, or why haven't they made their presence known? This is all part of a long strategy. Yeah, probably just doing some exploration, trying to figure out what's out there. I would say they're not really worried about yeah, us. Yeah, That's, yeah, being I agree. honest. Again, We're they bo- followed Chewy last night. And, yeah. All right, this guy thinks he can shoot us with a ten gauge shotgun. We're fine. Don't it's worry like, about it. It's like Bama playing Colgate. Like they're not really worried. <laughs> <laughs> now, if happen. I saw aliens tonight, then it'd be fine because it is Blammer Thursday, <laughs> right? I, 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 I mean, I don't understand the connect. It'd be okay. You'd be <laughs> fine. It little wine, <laughs> but wouldn't you just chalk it up to the alcohol? Maybe <laughs> you would huh? sacrifice your friend if oh, the aliens I, came for you, right? Blammer, yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. I've got a list. And you're on it. Not you, Ashton. <laughs> Thank you. Wait a minute. The list is people you would give to the aliens? Yeah. I would <laughs> Sign me up, man. I'm in. I can't believe, I can't believe that's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's number three on the list? Well, you know well, we need some music here, obviously. What's the list? Uh, uh, blammer one. Oh, I got another blammer. Who's the other blammer? I got a Florida blammer. I was about to yeah, say, you clearly you have a Florida blammer, yeah. James. Who is it? Florida blammer? Yeah. I don't know. I've never been invited to your house in Florida, so I couldn't tell you who the people uh, yeah, are that are down TBH there. We've never been invited there. Ben Brosk would be on that list? Hell yeah. I got it. He is like... But make sure when you're filling out the paperwork for the aliens, you put Bruss. Yeah. Instead of Bruss. Random guy named Ben Bruss. You know what? He is in line. He is in line. What the hell did I do? He's in line for a, he's in line for a country, uh, not a country club, a training camp beating. Where it's a fun beating. Fun for who? Fun for uh, you. It'd be fun for the people. I told you the story. So one time during training camp, um, I didn't want to go out with Brett and Frank. I and mean, they were all bent out of shape. I wanted to sleep. So I went to sleep. Your door locks, but they know where I put the key. So they came in at like 11 o'clock and beat the crap out of me, overturned my bed, (laughs) right? Just wore me out. Yeah. But you have to take it. You can't fight back. Did you? Because it's the quickest way for it to go away. Ben's in line for that. I think we should jump them during the show, put masks on. Stuff on yeah, maybe a mailbag or something. <laughs> Don't you think he needs a little beat down? I, what I, are these lockers out here? Oh, perfect, Jen. Perfect. Fold them up like an accordion. Put them in. Close the door. Yeah, the lockers are kind of weird. We could ask Craig about that on tomorrow. We can do that. Yeah. Don't you think they're weird? I think they are a necessary evil at this point. It's like either we've gotten too big. We got too many people. But why? It's like this isn't a spa or a gym class. Changing that into a robe. 
put some slides. <laughs> we on. have lockers outside the studio. No, no, don't justify it. It's weird. It's fine. He's going to make more of a joke about the cleanliness of you and maybe how we should keep some clean clothes in there that you would have to wear when then you come into the studio. Actually a good idea. Uh, Chewie thought that Jupiter and Venus, which were overhead in the night sky, were a drone trying to, uh, I guess, videotape you and your wife last night. A little night. voyeurism. Doesn't get much better than that big guy. Jason Wildey's coming up next. We'll talk to him about the latest on Aaron Rodgers and your Green Bay Packers right after this. It doesn't matter what age you are. Low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Mantelli, local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Look, you may be dealing with low testosterone and not even know it. That's what happened with me. Energy levels were low. Just didn't have that energy. Didn't feel like myself. Okay, I'm getting a little older. Doing the morning show now. Used to be on the afternoons. Getting up earlier. That's why I'm more tired as the day gets on. No, turns out it was low testosterone. We had been working with Mentality for a little bit. I went in, had a blood panel done, just to kind of see and understand more about them and their business. Blood panel came back. Turns out testosterone levels were low. Now am I on a customized treatment just for me? It's not one size fits all. They will customize these treatments just for you to make sure your testosterone levels are where they need to be and you can have that energy to attack your day. Go to LowTUSA.com. Mentality allows treatment to fit into every guy's lifestyle. Learn more about Mentality and their low testosterone treatments at LowTUSA.com. Ready? All Packers, all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized? Aaron Jones is still at the top of the list. I don't care what you know. Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Okay, most of the time. Almond specifically up. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wildy on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. Jason Wildy hanging out with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning. And I know a topic of conversation with Jason last time we had him on was concerns about his credibility when he hangs out with us. Mm-hmm. You know. Jason, good morning. Have we got a doozy for you today? Oh, boy. Is this going to make me reconsider my suggestion that this does not adversely affect my credibility at all? It's possible. It's so about me, Jason, so, I mean, <laughs> how much worse could it get? The bar's already so low. <laughs> yeah. So last night, Chewy's wife thought that there was a drone following her home from work, and she asked Chewy to shoot it down out of the sky with your with your shotgun, right? About yeah. Okay. And so then Chewy sent a couple pictures to us and to his buddies and was like, what is this? What are these lights over the cornfield next to my house? And Gabe was like, I told him what it was, Jason, and he didn't listen to me. I'm pretty sure it's Jupiter and Venus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it was. Yes. Wow. I yeah. mean, and it was more likely Uranus. <laughs> yes, it felt like Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're anus. Yes. <laughs> so, Jason, that's uh, what we've been discussing this morning. Should we talk a little Packers with you? What do you think? No, I'd re- so so you did not end up firing on the planets. Is that? <laughs> I didn't. He, he did not declare war, Jason. I on actually Venus, thank got, God, Jason. I actually got talked into getting in my truck and seeing how far away it was. To which I came back and I said, I think it's a mile. So they're not. <laughs> so I don't think they're filming us. 
distance. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay. I was about how many short, Ashy? Uh, four hundred. Well, five hundred and thirty-seven million light years is where it is. So, so it's a little, little short. One or two miles off. My tin gauge doesn't quite go that far. But Chewie said he's never felt more duped. duped. Like, ugh, with the exception of Aaron Rodgers last year, where he thought he was gone and then he came back. So, Chew, you stand now where? I don't know. <laughs> I could ask my wife. She'll know. Objects uh, in the sky farther than they appear. Exactly. Uh, I, I, so you felt duped last year? Uh, was it, was two, it years two years ago? ago? Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah that's, okay. Where are we at now, uh, Jason? Uh, I would. Ra- where are we at now? I'd, I'd rather talk about you and the planets and uh, uh, quarterback and Aubrey Marcus and uh, I, I did you so how much of that podcast did you guys listen to the aggregated clips that Joshy sent out <laughs> yeah, 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 no. I Josh. thought about last night my I put my girls to bed I thought about it I was like should I put it on from the clips I had listened to you could have easily played that at 1.5 1.75 oh, because and it was the same time same thing that he was on last time Jason you yeah if you're he talks so slowly you could speed it up and deliberately but we easily have, listen to we what we haven't saying. talked to Jason since Goody said his things at the combine right correct Jason is that right what's your take on that because last year or two years ago that would have had to been a serious walk back and there's no walking back what Goody said now. So does that change your thought on whether he's yeah, coming I, back or not? I think it's changed a lot of people's thoughts. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's insignificant. I want to be very clear on that. I mean, it, it is not him saying, look, uh, we think that there were a bunch of extenuating circumstances that led to how last season played out. Um, we don't think, uh, that Aaron's lost anything. We still think he's the quarterback for us, and we want him to come back, right? that He didn't say that. But I just think the and what bothers me about kind of the oversimplification of the situation that they're in now, uh, what bothers me about that is that you also have to consider the Jordan Love piece. You know, so there's folks that are like, well, you know, he said all options are on the table, and he would have never said that two years ago. Yeah, uh, because Rodgers hadn't played uh, poorly for whatever reasons we blame it on last year, and Love had not made any real meaningful progress that made you think, okay, maybe we can win with him. Because I don't, I don't think that Goody is also just so gung ho on, on. Jordan Love that he's like, yeah, I, you know what? Frankly, I hope he, I hope he wants to be traded so we can go to Love. Like, I, I just, I feel like a lot of the things that Goody said the other day are calculated, but are also like things that he has to say. He can't be definitive in either direction because, as he said repeatedly himself, Rogers hasn't communicated what he wants to do. Like. Once Rodgers tells them, I want to play and I want to stay in Green Bay, then if Goody says, well, not so sure about that, and here's why, then we've got something big. I, I totally agree. But right now, like, I, I'm curious what, given where love is at and how much they 
need to be ready for him to be the guy and be ready for him to ask to be traded if Rodgers returns and they take him back. And with the uncertainty with Rodgers and still not knowing exactly what he wants, what exactly did Goody say that in your guys' mind you were like, oh, boy. Yeah, but okay. well, it, it's Jason, for me, it's the... If it's a good fit. Yes, 100%. What's, what's, if it's a good fit, Jason, what's the first thing that went through your mind? If he comes to the offseason program, if he's going to be more invested. You know, we had that report from Tom Pelissero, who I think is pretty plugged in. I think he's pretty tight with LaFleur uh, last week where he talked about... Um, Fully, uh, what, fully bought in, I think, was the phrase he used. Look, I, I keep going back to this, but the fact that Goody, in response to a question about the offseason program and whether Rodgers needed to attend it if he came back this season, the fact that Goody responded with that whole line about we invest a lot in these guys and we would like them to invest the same amount in us, uh, and then, you know, saying that it's voluntary and optional and whatever else. I just thought that was as, as big of a shot across the bow toward Rodgers um, as he has taken. Because I think it really, really, really bothered this team that they gave him a $150 million onerous contract and – they insisted that it only required him to come to three days of the off-season program to collect a piddly in his financial world fifty thousand uh, dollar workout bonus. I think that just I, I think Goody felt like, look, we're giving you the the moon, uh, the sun, and the stars, and Jupiter and Uranus, <laughs> and you can't come to more of the off-season program than that. Like, I really believe that bothered them a lot. Uh, I, I do, and I think that that's part of this, you know, fully bought in, right fit kind of thing. Like, what are you prepared to do to make sure we don't go eight and nine again? Are you willing to give up your next trip to Nepal or Hawaii or wherever you might be going, and actually be part of a off season program that you used to attend religiously? Um, I think that's part of it. I think. I do think that all this talk about frustration with, with Rodgers is there is a lot of truth to it. I do think that they're frustrated with a lot of stuff he says and does. And so when they say the right fit, I don't think it's from a talent perspective. I don't. I think it's from a, you know, what are you going to do to make sure that our culture and our chemistry is on point? Are you going to go on McAfee in early October and complain about all these mental errors that your young players are making around you and making it sound like all your problems are because of them not knowing what they're supposed to do. Like, are these things that you are capable of being better at? And if you're not, then maybe we want to roll the dice with the kid. Uh, I don't, I don't know what they're prepared to do if Rogers isn't willing to do the things they would like from him. Uh, We'll see if it comes to that. Jason, are void years a fad that are going to go away, or is that something that's here to stay? Because the Packers, again, are just giving out void year after void year after void year to make sure that they are salary cap compliance and then have some money to spend for 2023. Yeah, I look, I, 
I, I was going to say this the other day to you guys. The, 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 the idea that the salary cap is a myth is a myth. It is because people like to say that it doesn't really exist. It does, but it, it's also very, it's easy to manipulate until you get to the point where you just can't anymore. And, and sooner or later, the, the bill really does come due. And so, as you've seen, you know, Bakhtiari will be next. They do have contracts that are written in a way that allows them to move money around, convert to signing bonus, add void years, and spread out the cap charges. But eventually, that bill does come due. And they're getting close because, as Goody said at the Combine on Tuesday, uh, they're getting to the point where they don't have many other contracts that they can do that with. Um, and when you get to that point, that's when the bill is uh, going to have a due date on it. And so I would say that, you know, they've got the ability to manipulate and add void years. I don't think it's a fad. I think it's something that all teams are using. But sooner or later, you void out all those years, and then you have a huge bill uh, in your mailbox. What I meant by a fad, Jason, is that it seems like everybody's waiting for the salary cap to, for lack of better terms, stabilize. <laughs> yeah, because it's it, it has exploded yeah. this year, next year, because of the new TV contracts that are going to be coming in, and it, it, they needed a little bit of time to kind of recover from the, the salary cap just staying flat during the COVID year. So yeah, then there was some down. recovery, and, and then it's going to explode. But at some point in the next two to three years, it's going to stabilize and just continue to go up by the 5 to $10 million a year that it was. And I think at that point, the void years is going to be tougher to do. Not saying that you won't yeah. do it, but probably not as throw as many void years with as many players as the Packers have over the last yeah, two, three but, years. Right. I mean, you don't want to do any of them, right? I mean, you're doing them purely out of necessity right now. Um, you don't just do them just to, you know, it's kind of like the old Seinfeld about uh, reservations. You know how to take the reservation. You don't know how to hold the reservation. You don't, anyone can just take them. I mean, they can, anyone can have void years put on their contract, but you, you only do it if you really need to. And, and I would say this, I don't think, to use, to use Jen's word, I don't think we've gotten the explosion in the salary cap. We've gotten, you know, meaningful increases, but I, I, I'm not sure that it's gone up the huge amount that we were kind of expecting it would given the numbers of that those tv contracts maybe next year is the year that it really really jumps and then maybe the the pain of of pushing all this money out into the future isn't as harsh and i'll also say this i i know there's a lot of chicken littles when it comes to the salary cap um goody was very it was a brief comment he made but it, it was almost dismissive um about Rogers contract and about this idea that it gets even more punitive for their cap, the longer he plays for them. And Goody basically said, look, it's, it's written in a way that we can do some things there. And that was all he basically said, which is to me anyway, indicates that they're not all that worried. I know the wall street journal did a, like a lengthy story with Ken Ingalls talking about how the longer Rogers plays for them, the worse it gets. And I can't imagine anyone being stupid enough to design a contract, even one that's not favorable to the team that makes it worse. The longer your great player plays on your roster, they have to have ways to manipulate it. That those of us that don't understand the cap as well as Russ ball does don't see. What was that phrase that Silverstein used in his article yesterday though, Jason, about the the contract, you just call it a very bad, bad, ridiculously bad. Yeah. I knew it stood out to me as being a, 
uh, adjective-y. Um, last thing for you, and I know we have to let you go, but very quickly, how long do you think soon enough is? Soon enough is the phrase that Rogers used on the uh, Aubrey Marcus podcast to say he'll make a decision, quote, soon enough. You think this sucker goes all the way until the March 15th deadline? Um, no, I am hoping for a week from today. We have the answer. We know. I hope so. All right. And then they have to figure out how they're going to either start working on trading him or how they're going to start working on figuring out the cap to keep him. All right, Jason, we appreciate you. Have a great one. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. I'm glad I got to say Uranus four times on the show. <laughs> we appreciate it. So are we. <laughs> He's Jason Wilde. You can, of course, hear him on Wilde and Tausch right after Jen, Gabe, and Chewy here on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Gabe? You've probably heard about employee stock ownership plans before, but what separates Fifth Third Bank from others when it comes to these plans? Fifth Third offers unmatched expertise and flexibility when, it's, uh, when creating ESOP solutions. From full and partial sales, second stage transactions, repurchase obligation financing, and seller note refinancing, ESOPs can offer tax advantages, increased liquidity, employee incentives, and overall diversification of net worth to help your company plan for the future. Fifth Third Bank, they've got plans for you. They want your business to succeed. Fifth Third Bank, National Association, custom solutions built around your goals. Member FDIC. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Yes. Was it a mistake? Yep. Yep. Ashy bashy. Yep. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. You didn't even know what the hell I said. You asked if it was a mistake. What was, well, mistake? What was a mistake? Go back to soccer on 94.5 ESPN. Back here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, ESPN Milwaukee. I got to tell you guys this. So I listened to the aggregated clips that we had from the podcast yesterday with the quarterback. I can't imagine this. I'll just speak for myself. Okay. I can't imagine the level of frustration I would feel. I, me, Jen would feel if I spent four days in an intense, focused, intentional, trying to make a decision. And again, this was not the only thing that Aaron Rodgers was contemplating while he was in the darkness, but it was a major one, as he uh, detailed on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Four days without distraction, four days focused on a life-altering decision. And I left, and I didn't know. I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, he I, might know. He knows. He's a drama queen. I think he knows. Yeah. Total drama queen. He just wants his face on ESPN, right? I mean, he went out. I heard he went out and raged right after in Vail. Didn't you see that on TMZ? <laughs> is that where you're? <laughs> Man, not, you didn't no, know that. I'm Between chasing around the fake drones last night, I'm surprised Ashy. you had time to look at TMZ. Yeah, they said he was in Vail, just ripping it up. Well, we knew he was going on vacation somewhere. He had oh, maybe stated, was, yeah. yeah, he had stated that he was going somewhere after the retreat for that weekend. And then, you know, crunch time would be hitting because he'd be getting close to March. So we knew he was going somewhere. According to TMZ, this is what I have to hit. Chewy was right. Holy <laughs> Chewy was right. Dialed in. Dialed in to the people. What does it say? It said the Green Bay Packers quarterback bolted for the venue, some sort of venue in Colorado, less than a week after spending a few days and nights in complete darkness in Oregon. But does it say who he was with? Does not. A group of friends. Could be anybody. 
I, I don't know. I think he knows. But if if he needs to have conversations with Goody, and Goody's busy at the Combine, when are you going to have these conversations with Goody? Probably early next week, right? Or whenever Goody gets back from the Combine? What's the conversations, though? It sounds to me, after what Goody said, if it's, the right fit. if it's the right fit, Goody already put the ultimatum out there, so he already knows. I mean, the two don't, well, we don't know that, but they're not fond of one another. Doesn't seem to be that way. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm with you, Jen. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? You know? It, it's just it, it it just screws up the organization because let's say he wants a trade, they got to deal with the trade, and then they got to figure out All right, this then it's a full rebuild. You draft differently. Who do you bring but in? But what at? are you getting back in that trade, right? Cuz my yeah. my assumption is you've already had those conversations with those teams and you have a pretty good idea of what they would be willing to give you. Now, again, I think there was one thing also in the uh, Spoon article where he talked about the the contingencies, right? Like, Gutekunst can trade him for conditional draft picks that depend on Rodgers not retiring, right? Because y'all have been saying and telling me that the whole retirement thing is like this trump card that Rodgers has where he could just threaten retirement, ultimately, which would hurt the team that the Packers did business with. But if you do these conditional draft picks, it says here in Spoon's article... The other team will need to have $15.8 million in cap room to hold Rodgers on their roster while they try to convince him to play. But if he ultimately retires, it would all come off the books. The other team would hold his rights if he decided to come back. So it's all about how you structure the trade, right? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, only teams are going to trade for him if they think he's going to play. Like I just don't think teams are going to take the gamble and go, okay, we'll put together conditional draft picks, make sure we've got the $15 million in cap space so we can hold them and try to convince him. But you him. do that well, in order to protect well, yourself in case he does become petulant. Because, again, again, you have to follow the timeline. If there's a trade uh, happening, he's already said he's playing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He said he's playing, and then they've decided to part ways and trade him somewhere. So then he would be going back on his decision, you know, his his intentional decision, which now we believe after spending all this time and still taking more time to decide, he would be very... And what did he say? That he was very... Um, he would be very comfortable, or he would be very... What was the word? you guys remember? Uh, I, I mean, he kept talking about Exciting. being at peace with any options. He's at yes. peace with so any options. So he's at peace. So if he says, I want to play, I'm coming back, then it would be a... And you're at peace with that. I still think then the, the retiring thing afterward would look very petulant. But it's, I'm not sure he wants to look that way in this whole yeah. grand scheme of things. Well, but if the Packers trade him to the Texans... But no, but it's you know, clear... Like, but, but it is clear that the Jets are waiting. Right? Correct. The Jets are waiting. You mean with the Derek Carr situation? because yes, they would have that. signed oh, yeah. Carr but, by now. Yep. They are waiting. 100%. And if we... They were the first team that were mentioned by Peter King and whatever he calls his column now. Yeah. Used to be Monday morning quarterback. But he said he mentioned two first round picks, which again seems high to me. But if the Jets are willing to do two first round picks, I can't imagine anybody else is willing to do that. But then that's you take more, that. Wouldn't run. you want Goody to know that right away? I mean, because to us, it's all about the organization. I give two crap. Play quarterback first. If you're going to be here, if not, go away. I could care less. Wouldn't you want Goody to know as soon as possible? With those two first-round picks, he's like, all right, now I got this. Let's go take a look at these 14 players and go from here. Now you need a backup quarterback, right? Who's going to be the backup quarterback? Do you go Marcus Mariota. That's what I'm saying. Do you get a piece of crap, or do you go get someone that can win games in case Jordan Love is a complete failure? Um, You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll have to come up with a plan. I'm sure Goody's got this ready to go in his mind. Like we're still so early in the po- in the postseason process. 
Yeah, but so you know, free agency it. once it hits, though it hits. Correct. And Which is all why the good players are gone within the first three days. Yeah, I don't think they're going to dip into free agency. Reg- you know, regardless if if he's gone, right? Uh, there's not I mean, a lot. If, there's if, not if, a lot of like. But if he comes back, then and they're not going to do anything in free agency. Then why are you bringing him back? But the best receiver out there is Jacoby Myers. Is the best free agent wide receiver. I'm saying from a trade standpoint. Mike Gesicki is the best tight end. The only reason oh, I want him a tight back, end. Like, the, that's going to be a well, thing. I mean, they just need bodies. But the only the only reason I want him back is if Goody's going to go all in. Otherwise, yeah. what are we doing? In? Correct. What are we doing? 100%. All right. We went, what, 8 and 9? Yes. Great. Next year, we're going 10 and 7. Right? I mean, it's better. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. I love 10 and 7s. You know? <laughs> what are we doing? We gotta take a break. I don't know. What are you doing? We gotta take a break. I don't know. We'll He's roll out on Jake David Chewy right after this. Chewy, we're flustered, but we know tomorrow you can fix that because you know exactly where you're gonna go get dinner, probably. And if you're not going there tomorrow, plenty of people will be in Q Club of Wisconsin because what do they have tomorrow? They got fish fry fish and fry. I need to purge. I probably need a little booze and a fish fry. I thought Jupiter and my anus was a your anus was a oh. Was a drone. What a loser. You know what? Fish fries fix it. Your next hangout spot is found right in Waukesha. The Q Club of Wisconsin is the perfect place to catch a game, play some games, grab a drink, bocce courts, start boards, foosball tables, and of course, pool tables, 10 of them. Plus, the Q Club of Wisconsin has its fish fries on Wednesdays and Fridays, and you just know they pile it high. Check out the live music on Saturday and stop in for brunch every weekend starting at 9 a.m. It's all happening at the Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Visit theqclubwi.com or like them on Facebook. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. You called them a white find someone stiff else. earlier. From one white stiff to another, <laughs> I'm pretty well versed in the, in the realm of stiffs. On 94.5 ESPN. It would appear as though there are a number of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy loyal listeners who are big mad at the big guy. what I do? Well, other than the Venus-Jupiter thing. That wasn't my fault. I took 25% of that. The number keeps going down. Because <laughs> he's getting more and more frustrated and angry. It's like, you know, on second thought... Uh, no, Chew, so we posted that video yesterday because the Bucks won, um, well, headed into yesterday. They had won their 15th straight. So we had you do 15 reps of 225 in the gym right down the hall from us here at the 3rd Street Market. And there are a lot of comments, like a lot, a lot, like a lot of engagement here of people who are criticizing your form saying that those were not real reps. I'll tell you what I thought. Was this the damn combine? Well, I so my assumption was as you were doing it that that's how they do the reps at the combine to crank out as many as possible in the short amount of time. Yeah, but people are saying that these were not real reps; these were like quarter reps. People are idiots. You don't <laughs> fully extend because if you do fully extend when you work out in a weight room, you're only going to have the use of your elbows for so long. Plus, I have a chest day today, so you guys 
had to coax me to do this. You have a chest day today? I got chest back and tries today, and yesterday I had the bench. I'm like, today's my bench day. Oh. Well, hold on a second. Now it's our fault. Yeah, kind of your fault. But we're trying to protect what, you. What is that attack right now? Like, I've See, been defending got, you. Why are you on. lashing out? Because I thought originally you guys, you asked how many times could I do 225? Yeah. Yeah. I said 35. Okay. So, and you guys were like, how about 15? I, I, I got a bench on Thursday. How about if I do 10 very easily and then you, I'll, you'll believe me on how much I could do? I didn't know it was a boxing. I have no idea. I don't read emails no, and stuff. No, because you weren't listening. Oh. Well, I don't do that either. <laughs> Which we Fine. Great. Well, but, I mean, you you caught a lot of attention yesterday, not just from the fans online, but there was a teammate here at Good Cover Brands that wasn't impressed either. I have said it all day. I'm thoroughly impressed that he's throwing weight around like that. At any, I mean, post-playing career, like, that's really impressive. He doesn't have a life. He literally does the radio show from 7A to 9A why and then you, goes why to the gym and lifts. when I say it's impressive? I'm not saying it's you're not, not impressive. impressive. I want it to be impressive. <laughs> I want him to actually be a true lift guy, but he's not. I go work out with my personal training trainer. We do the reps correctly. We further ourselves the right way. Chewy is just going around there doing the most meathead thing ever. He's the one you that guys are laughing at meathead off right now. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to go have my protein shake and Here's go to the, the gym deal. tomorrow. We need to figure we need to get them in the gym together at the same time. Look, coat hanger boy. <laughs> okay. When you're working out with your personal trainer, you might want to include some upright rows. <laughs> because your shoulders look like a model for a coat hanger, okay? Well, let's develop a new coat hanger. Well, let's get Ben back in here. Let's make a mold of his shoulders, his trapless shoulders, basketball boy. I love- are you kidding me? In what world, and maybe there are a few exceptions to this, but in what world would a basketball player outlift a football player? Never. Kicker, I mean, LeBron. LeBron slash Mason Crosby. Uh, LeBron- like, again, you could come up with a... Yeah. Yeah, I LeBron bet. versus Pat O'Donnell. Um, but do that, does that count? How many you always times, say kickers football players. How, I'd like to ask, how many times do you think Ben could do 225? I don't know if he can. One. I'd give him one. So here's the thing. We had a teammate, that Kyle, who was here a couple, oh, yeah, was, like a month ago, yeah. month, two months ago, whatever it was, explaining to us what elevated cocktail attire was. He thought he could do 225. Yeah, spoiler alert. He couldn't, couldn't even do one. Who, Kyle? Yeah, this kid, like this kid, is just like clearly he, never he, lifted yeah. a weight in his life. No, no, I think no, I can no. do that. Let's, let's give him some credit. He's probably benched, but he's definitely never benched his body weight, which is one thirty at least, or at most. Like he's, I, I, I literally asked him when he told me this yesterday where his irrational confidence came from. Yeah, we tried it, we did it. Uh, he he, he the, could not. He couldn't even get it up off the bar. Yeah, he couldn't. Yeah, the, that's like, uh, yeah. Two twenty five is a lot of weight. It's a it lot is, of weight. but for me, it's a play weight. Yeah. Now, if you put 315 on, mm-hmm. which I could probably do 12 or 13 times, you have to go all the way up because you, you got to rest because it's so flipping heavy. Yeah. Well, let's think of a bet with Coat Hanger Boy when it comes to the weight room. He can bring his personal trainer. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Got it, Ben. You did great. How about Scals? I love Scals. Scals. 
Team Scouts all the way. Massachusetts guy. That's I He's got my back. I would have bet my salary by the end of that Scouts appreciation post. I would have <laughs> lost money because I thought he was going to say something else that we've definitely dumped Thank him God for he before. I have no idea what you're talking about. I do. Mass. Oh, Mass. Massachusetts. Yes. Or as Brett called it, Massachusetts. <laughs> no, he really did. <laughs> you are the literal worst person. Go to break. <laughs> you can't say that. I'm in the break. You guys suck.